It's time! Today on Inside the Minds, we have Eric, your boy, Anders, for a quick conversation. Cody, I'm excited about this one. He's uh, should be joining us here in just a few minutes. Yes, we have Eric Anders, national champion linebacker from the University of Alabama. Alabama, Nick Saban, GOAT. Roll Tide. UFC star, UFC star, Eric, your boy Anders. Yes, he is going to be here today. Roll so tide. we need to give him applause. How are you doing, Eric? All right, thanks for giving us some time today. All right, we got Man, Eric. First off, got to say roll tide to you, Eric. Got to say roll tide. Uh-huh. I have to. Roll tide, baby. That's great. He's got the hat on. I decided, you know, I was going to wear it today just for that. I was going to talk about a little about uh, your fight night with uh, Darren Stewart. Are you where you want to be right now? I know you're out there in Arizona training with uh, Double Champ. And uh, so you got to be having some good stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, man, really the person I'm working with the most is uh, Santino DeFranco and uh, Eddie Chaw. You know, those those guys are uh, really elevating my game. Cejudo's been around. You know, he's off in Brazil now doing his thing. So, um, man, it's just good to, to be around people who have, you know, fought for championships and who have also cornered uh, in championship fights. And, uh, you know, I think that they have a lot to offer and bring a lot to the table. So, you know, when these guys speak, I listen. You're down there with Victor Victor Belfort, man. He's a legend, man. That's got to be cool as hell, too. Well, yeah, he was just in town for the weekend. His son, they actually, they actually live in Florida, but his son was uh, – they had a seven-on-seven game out here. So, uh, you know, he came. He's good friends with the owner of uh, the gym fight ready, uh, David Zwani. So, they, uh, he brought him to the gym, showed him around and all that good stuff. And, uh, man, we just happened to be there at the same time. And, uh, man, he saw me sparring. He saw me training. He saw how hard I was working and, you know, shared some, some words with me. So, you know, that, that was, too, was an awesome experience. That was cool. I, I seen that. I was like, that had to be cool there. Cause I mean, he's, I mean, that he's fought pinnacle to, to anything, but no, I was, I was going to ask you, I, I, I told, I told, uh, some Alabama friends, the process, you know, Nick Saban always talks about the process. How did you use it to transition into MMA? I, I know it's, I know it had to do something into it. Um, I mean, for me, like during the transition, like I didn't know what the process was and I messed up the process a lot of times. Um, but now, you know, this will be my, my 19th pro fight, I think. And I had like 25 amateur fights. So, you know, I've gotten the process figured out and, you know, just what to do, how to get ready for a fight, the preparation for a fight. Um, and it's constantly evolving, you know. Um, I used to run, you know, like 16 miles a week for two months straight to, cut, to you know, getting ready for a fight. But, you know, I've hardly ran at all. I probably run maybe eight miles a week now. So, you know, I've, I've cut and probably less than that, to be honest with you. Um, so I've, I've really cut that down. I'm super lean right now, uh, but still have muscle. The muscle holds water, so I think this will be one of my easier, easier weight cuts. Do you like so middleweight? You like middleweight better than light heavyweight? Which one do you? Uh, yeah, I, I do like middleweight better because, you know, fighting is always on my mind at middleweight. You know, um, 
Like I'll see somebody eating a burger. It's like, oh, I can't have that because I'm fighting. <laughs> or I'll have somebody eating candy. I can't have that because I'm fighting. But at 205, man, I'll eat the burger. I don't even think about it, you know. I'll eat the candy and whatnot. So I feel like I'm in better shape because, you know, I think you, a lot of those foods, they bring inflammation and, you know, make your, uh, you know, you can't perform as well, I don't think. At least I can. But when I eat clean and uh, eat healthy, you know, I think my body is, you know, maximizing its uh you know performance the uh fight with the fight with the uh darren coming up uh i was i was watching i literally was watching some of his uh stuff and everything it's it it, it seems like it's a good matchup for you uh the way way he's way he strikes and everything and i've watched every fight you've had since like strike art back back then i remember oh okay like i mean i i remember i remember those fights i remember that on a social media so I feel like this is a good coming out, like uh, get on a good run right here. I feel like he's a good one for you. Yeah, you know, I think we have very similar styles. We both like to keep it on the feet, throw hands. You know, I, I'm sure he'll come prepared. He always comes to fight. And that's the thing I, I like the most about this fight is, man, even if I, you know, rock him or, you know, whatever, for however long, you know, he's conscious or I'm conscious, the fight's going to go on, you know. He's not a guy who gets hit and then backs out or cowers away. He's going to bite down that mouthpiece and throw back. And has a lot, you know, our fights, you know, show that. So, and I think this is a super underrated fight on the card. And, uh, man, just excited to get in there and, uh, you know, see what's up. I wanted to talk about going back to that Machida fight, the atmosphere in Brazil fighting Machida. Versus the atmosphere of a of a BCS national championship. Um, man, to be honest, you know the it, when I fought in Belém, you know it wasn't the Brazilian crowd that I had expected. You know, uh, man, they were rather nice, pleasant, especially during the week. Like, you know, I'd be walking down the street with my wife, and you know, people from across, you know, would run across the street, grab my wife, bring her to the store, you know, give her jewelry, hand her a uh, you know, uh, like a dress to wear to the fight and whatnot. But when I fought Thiago Santos in Sao Paulo, I got the full American fighting a Brazilian in Brazil treatment. <laughs> I remember, that's what I was saying. That was, that was, uh, I, I remember that was, that's what I was that was, a, that was, that was. You know, I, I, I would equate it to playing at LSU, you know. Oh. You know, when we pulled into LSU, um, you know, they'd be throwing stuff at the bus, slapping the bus, rocking the bus. You know, when we're getting, we get off the bus to walk into the locker room, you'd see little kids, you know, still in a stroller, you know, shooting you the birds and whatnot. So, you know, it, it, it was cool. I loved playing in Death Valley. It was probably my favorite place, my favorite away game. Man, that's, you know, Brazilians, are, they kind of do the same thing. You know, they tell you you're going to die on your way to the cage. But, you know, also the thing I like about them is after the fight, man, especially if you show, like, that warrior spirit that they like, man, they love you. And Mad you know, respect, yep. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, you know, before and during, you know, they, they say a lot of stuff to you. But, you know, after the fight, you know, it's it's good fight, man. You know, I liked watching it, yada, yada, yada. So it's nothing but praise, win, lose, or draw. You you pick up any any Portuguese out there or just uh, just the bad words? <laughs> well, I mean, my wife is Brazilian, so she teaches me. Okay. Teaches me you, so you know, I know okay. I know a little Portuguese. I certainly know what Bible hair means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, that's what I mean. I remember. I I know the fight you're talking about because I remember the when you're going into the Machida fight, everybody was like, 
the and you won that fight. That I, everybody, if you Google that fight right now, I told him to Google the fight. Everybody says you won the fight. So it, that the Machida fight. So uh, I, I, I feel that way as well. Yeah, everybody yeah. does. Everyone that's not Brazilian yeah. feels so, that way. Well, so. no, even the Brazilian fans, you know, after the fight, you know, were telling me they thought I won that fight. So I think everybody except for two of those three judges. So, you know, it is what it is, man. See, I'm just curious. I see fighters, you know, fighters, they, they, they get beefs. And we, we were talking to another guy the other day. They have a beef. Or say they don't have a beef, but, like, they're about to fight. Do you already have people in mind, like in your head, like you're, I know that you're not supposed to look ahead because, but I'm starting to see fighters call people out more now. Like they already got like a. I'm such my. I cannot believe I forgot. Like, like he just calls out. It, do, do they do that? Or is that just random people do stuff like that? Um, I think everybody's different. You know, I think like when you watch a fight, like I watch every fight, you know, I'll watch all the fights that are going on tonight. Um, so I think sometimes these guys, they see one guy fight and they're like, man, I think I can beat that guy or I like that guy or, you know, I want to fight that guy or maybe somebody said something to piss somebody else off. So now they want to fight. You know, I don't know what goes into it. I just remember I called out Machida and I remember, uh, you know, before I fought, I just kept hearing people say like they're looking for a main event against Machida. So, you know, I won my fight and then, you know, I, I shot my shot. Shoot, hey, shoot. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got my opportunity. No, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, what do you, how's your training routine down there? What do you, like, how do you do it? Do you wake up and just, like, right now doing your camp? Um, Man, yeah. You know, I train once in the morning, whether it be wrestling or, or mitts or, you know, striking or whatever. And then uh, I'll hit weights, hit the weights right after that. And then uh, I'll come back in the afternoon and, and work the opposite of what I did in work. So if I did striking, I'll do wrestling in the afternoon. If I went, if I did wrestling, I'll do striking in the afternoon. So, uh, man, I'm training like three or four times a day. And, you know, that includes like my cardio sessions and things like that. So, man, I'm feeling good. To be honest, this is probably the best I've ever felt uh, before a fight, you know, this close. Uh, my weight so is still the same as it would be. Um, stuff. I'm not running as much. I'm a lot fuller. So, um, I'm not like as skinny. So, you know, I'll have, you know, I'll be able to cut all that water, uh, there at the end. And I don't think it's going to be too difficult. Well, I was going to, I was going to tell you, Eric, uh, uh, we have, we have other people on and we, as a fan, you know, people get autographs and stuff and they do stupid stuff and things like that. Like, like I had a guy, he's, he's, uh, the ninjas and bare knuckle stuff. He's going to give me a gut punch. That's one of his moves. You know, when you get done fighting and you come back, you know, I would love to let you just tackle me like you did Colt McCoy. We're just, no, you, you know. I want to get a Texas helmet, a, a Texas kid helmet, just just to feel the full, you know, to live the dream of eyebrow. You know, that's what I want, Derek. Okay, I'll have you sign a waiver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, don't worry. I already told him. What did I say? What did I say? He said to sign a waiver at uh, the broken ribs. I don't give a shit. I know got this little fake Texas helmet. Where it was like, what's going to happen? No, my daughter had open heart surgery, and uh, McDonald's house helped us out uh, a lot when uh, we stayed. I stayed down there for a week, and that's where, like, you can stay there instead of staying at hotels, and it's, it's pretty cool. It helped us out. Yeah. I'm Birmingham. Gonna, I'm going to hashtag them. And uh, try to get people to go and help them out or something. Because, I mean, Vanderbilt Hospital up in Nashville, Ronald McDonald's houses, you know, 
they help out. Well, they they helped out. So I was like, I'll do something stupid and maybe I can get a hashtag and raise some money for them or something. So yeah, I'll, I'll do it, dude. Yeah, now, especially for something like that. You know, I, I won't do that. Why, thanks for taking some time with us today. Thanks, oh, my pleasure, bro. And we'll Anytime. be watching, but I almost send you a message when you come back after this big old ass whoop you're about to give him. Cole McCoy Jr. will be ready. All right, let's do it. Awesome, sir. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. You guys have a good one. All right, see you. Yes, sir. You too. Thank you for listening to another episode of Inside the Minds of Fighting. Make sure to follow on socials for exclusive posts and upcoming guests.